Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here they are, back for another hour of their award-winning talk show. It's America's favorite non-fungible tokens. Lori and, and Julia. And fungible, I just think of fungi, and I just think yeah. of it Italian mushroom. mushroom. Yeah. You know, so I always It's a ha- weird name. It's a weird name. Um, I don't understand it. Probably like Trish Jenner couldn't believe her ears earlier when we were welcoming Patrick with Dirty Laundry. And I said, Julia, who sang that song? And you and go, Men at Work. And I go, no, Dire Straits. Trish Streets, no, Don Henley. And I was oh, so listening because I was lining up the... Uh, yes. Oh, because you were so... Listening. Oh, that's so, sure. so funny. You were so... That oh, is yeah. so funny because you were so sure. Because like you said, you kind of understand. Uh, you said Holly, non-fungible transfers. And I asked you off there. I go, explain it to I me. Know. What is the money behind NFT? Like, what's cash? Okay, but... But okay, I'm going to give you $50 part. cash and I'm going to get a non-fungible token f- that's worth $50 that I'm going to spend where? On what? See, this See. Is, I watched a Sunday On morning. On Lil Nas X shoe. Right. No, but we've watched, we've talked about I it. I still, at the end of today, it's... it's you okay. don't understand no, it. I don't. Any more than I know. You know how yeah, we, dirty laundry. You know yeah. how, like, you know, some of our parents or grandparents are confused and get scammed and get weird. Don't you feel like we're starting to see the beginning of that for us with stuff I'm like this? I'm never going to get I sp- think, scammed by NFTs. I don't know. Maybe we're missing the boat and pretty soon the whole world is going to we'll be on NFTs. And, and we're going to be way behind and we're going to wonder where it all went wrong. And here Greco, it was March thirty first. Yeah, twenty. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna I really know. hope that you're wrong about know, that. It's gonna it's, take a long time. I'm starting to get confused by things, and I'm yeah. like, uh oh, I'm getting old. This sucks. That isn't what it means. It doesn't. Rocco. We must readjust your thinking. Okay, so thank that you. you never think that thought again. Please, okay. especially. Okay. Yeah, you can't you know. because, like, just because you don't understand, there all the ages of your life, there have been things you didn't under, understand, right? That's probably true, right? You were Algebra. like, I, <laughs> how to be an adult? I mean, you know, we're always so it, we're always learning. The beauty about getting older is you can decide when you don't want to learn about anything anymore. Right. Okay, like Sharon Osbourne decided she was not going to learn anything from her experience yeah. at the talk. She's just shopping an interview and trying to get on Dancing with the Stars. But you can decide you don't want that you don't, I, I'm not going to, I'm done, you know, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't care about that. I right. don't care I don't about that. Be a so part don't of, ever yeah. think of it as that you're okay. not too old to but understand. But I also think... But Jen Shaw, you know, there are people, yes, that um, I think the pandemic really... People were stuck at home and a lot of people answered their phones. Like they had this interesting guy who is a data scientist. He was on Bill Maher a couple of weeks okay. ago and he worked for Obama when he was 20. He graduated, you know, from Oxford, like when he was 19 and he's a data scientist. But he said the reason why the polls were so off 
politically in 2016 and again in 2020, he said um, Democrats or people who lean Democrat or independent, they answer the phone more. They're more willing to talk to people. Okay. He said sometimes it's a reframing of like who is answering and sure. who is susceptible to these right. things. So they know things about people that will pick up the phone. And a lot of people, he said in 2020, were so lonely, so um, bored, so scared, so this, so that the people were answering the phone. Yeah, something to do. Yes, and something so that's why scams were up. Right. Opinion polls were kind of seemed to be too one way or the other. It was right. a very interesting thing, The what they can figure out about. Um, Who picks up the phone. Yeah. That's interesting. Or answer surveys, yeah. surveys or anything like that. So, but I also think there's so many new things with new technologies and oh, everything coming up every minute of every day. How are we expected to know everything? And I don't well, think that just, has anything to do with age. Well, no, it isn't. So and you might going, just decide going back that, on that you're not okay. going to. You know, because mm-hmm. there's just too much. Look at me and never learning how to right click. Now that's been around forever. I, I just thought, <laughs> I taught Lori how to right click last week. And I week. still don't wow. know. I still Seriously. can't remember. The dream is possible. The dream is possible. Yeah. And, and I'll never forget when little sister Catherine's like, where's the dot com button when I was telling her to look something up? <laughs> And this is before they even had it, because now you do see dot .com on some, on some things, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Guess what fashion item is experiencing an epic collapse? I'll give you two guesses. One for you, Rocco, one for you, Julia. Julia hard clothes? What, yeah, what? Hard what jeans? Thing, hard jeans you think is uh, collapsing, all right, Rocco? Um, business wear. No, silly. Okay. People are saying goodbye to their sweatpants. Oh, people are putting on clothes again. Yes, people, people are people, putting on clothes. They are putting people are growing tired of wearing comfortable clothes and when they go out in the world, they realize they don't really want to schlep around looking like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? So that's what's happening. Okay. Also, if you need to see somebody who'll give you a smile, Laverne Wimberly has become a social media superstar she is laverne ford wemberly 82 years old she um she always wore like she always has been dressing for church yeah the hat fantastic she said for years people knew to look for me in the last row section to dress to the nines and so when all of this started she just started posting a picture of what her sunday best Mm -hmm. her facebook page anyway it's posted um she's 82 she uh was a principal and a superintendent, but she is so cute and has about really 50 cute. amazing hats. So we posted that, but it was just, she said, people always liked seeing what I was wearing in church. So when I posted photos, people were like, this is lifting my spirit. And she's done it like day after every very, Sunday. Very, yeah, super, very cool. Super cute. Yeah. Anyway, so Love that it. that's posted uh, for your for your pleasure. For your pleasure. And thank you again, Trish, for setting us straight about Don Henley. And I, I don't know why I have it in my head. If I were on a trivia thing, I always think it's Dire Straits. Who <laughs> sings Dirty Laundry? It sounds and, like and, Mark Knopfler. And what is the song Men at Work sing? 
They had a bunch. They had, they uh, had Who um, Can It Be Now, Down Under. Down, down Under. Are you feeling the man in Down, down Under? under. <laughs> we know the word. And then I feel like the next line would be Dirty Laundry. <laughs> I mean, I really associated that song with that. I mean, what? Because it was like 82, 83, yeah. 84. It was like all that. Era. I still can't believe when I went down the Tina Turner rabbit hole this week that she, Mark <laughs> Knopfler wrote... Um, private dancer for Dire Straits, and then when it was done, he's like, you know what? This shouldn't be sung by a man. They gave it to Tina Turner. She turned it into a giant hit. Oh, my God. That's insane. You yeah. would have mm-hmm. never guessed Mark and, and we forgot to talk about the fact that Aretha what? and Tina Turner had beef. Oh, oh yeah. And oh. also in watching Aretha last week, because that was basically, we watched it that every was night. Last week. Genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but Aretha kept her private life so walled off. Beyond. And Tina Turner was the exact opposite. Beyond. Yep. Yep. You know, I talked about, yeah, about so that. That was kind of, thing, but knew. both of them just really. What was their beef over? Um, I believe it was Tina Turner was being introduced as the queen of rock and roll or. Queen of Rock and Roll and Soul or something like that. And Aretha was mad. And that's I'm her the queen title. Because well, she's the queen of soul. Yeah. And okay, because when something... that came up in the documentary of Tina Turner, I thought, I thought that was Aretha's name. I did think that. What? The queen of soul. Or the queen of rock and roll. Yeah. When it came up during Tina Turner, I thought, I thought that was... No, I... she's queen of soul. Aretha right, Franklin. right. Yeah. So anyway, but I mean, they, I don't know like how much it really was. I don't know how much they overlap. I mean, there could have been jealousy or something, maybe a little envy, envy, I guess, on the part of Aretha because Tina Turner had success with Ike and Tina Turner. And then she totally reinvented Trailblazed for herself and in a way, because Aretha wanted to act, not that Tina Turner did, but I don't know. I don't know if it's made up media competition. I'll we'll that's do interesting. Vintage scandal. Like I can see this in our future. Yeah, it just felt like you know. I always sometimes want every um, you everybody know, to get along. Yeah, ever. I don't want to pit any two women against I each other. But I think that there was something. All there. right. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, Lori, tell us what you just learned, because then we'll just close the Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, Franklin. Oh, the, um, conversation. Yeah, it was the Beyonce didn't mean to do. Uh, she got caught. She she introduced. She read off the cue card at the 2008 Grammys. She introduced Tina Turner, welcomed her to the stage as the queen. And, Got it. And because um, Tina Turner was performing. And um, Aretha was not happy about that. All right. Got it. Got so, it. Got it. And yeah. I just want to know, Tina Turner debuted to over 1.1 million viewers. It was the most for an HBO documentary since Finding Neverland mm, good. in 2019. So a lot of people did watch that. Yeah. Okay. Good. So um, this is a sweet story. And we posted this on the Lori and Julia show page. A pastor from Japan who was work is been working as a hospital chaplain at um, Abbott Northwestern. Um, his name is Kazahiro Sakino, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But he, um, he, as a way to kind of communicate and bring joy to people because he came here during COVID 
to become a chaplain and um he wanted to bring joy so he started um doing giving the patients paper cranes and i had to look that up because i thought is do they mean a paper clip no paper crane origami it's an origami mm-hmm. little um folding that looks like a bird a it crane looks like a crane a crane but Everyone i never learns how to do that I never knew this. Yeah. I mean, if you live there, like right. even I learned on a military base, we had an origami class and that's what you graduate to is to make a crane because it takes 24 folds. That's right. I, I didn't know that. So I looked it up. But anyway, it's a really sweet story. And there's 16,000 um, of them hanging in the lobby now of, of Abbott Aww, Northwestern. People started making them. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's linking. Um, he just asked the public to send them in. He's got a thousand of them that work together and they were going to take it down, but it just brought people so much joy. So that's, I just thought that's a sweet story. So we story. posted that. Yes. Oh, right. We posted. posted Laverne and her hats yes. and then the cranes. Rocco, this is a remarkably different uh, random thought than yesterday. It, yes, it? it's yes. almost on track. We'll yeah. See. All right. Well, we'll, we'll just wait a new term in the Urban Dictionary. About people who brag about getting COVID vaccines. They're called vax holes. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. And here, good. I'll use it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks after the second shot, and that vax hole is po- posting selfies from a bar in Cancun. Yeah. Well, I don't think people need to get too jealous because it feels like... Uh, everyone's going to get them. Yeah, everyone is going to get yeah. it. and just, Yeah. Yeah. There's vaccine-ready shirts now that are available, so you see these on Etsy and some other places that... A cold shoulder shirt? No. That's what I thought it was too, Lori. I thought it was a style of shirt. It's a saying on the front oh, of a shirt I... called, it says, relax, I got the vax, or vaccines cause adults. Oh, so geez. those, you're going to probably start seeing some of those things going on. Now, you said the latest fashion thing to go bye-bye is the sweat yoga pants, pants and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Um, what I read today is latest fashion is skirts for men. Now this, this comes up every once in a while. I do like a man in a kilt. I know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some, and at the rock at Bonnaroo, there were a lot of, not a lot, but I'm going to say like at least 10% of the guys had those utility kilts on. Yeah. Every time I go to like a music festival. You see a lot of, you. yeah. Well, when it's hot, mm-hmm. it's easier to lift up than always be pulling down and then pulling back up. Like Rocco, yes. is a kilt in your future? <laughs> um, you know, one time uh, somebody, it was some buddies, uh, and I found um, some kilts at REI on clearance, so we bought them and warmed the boundary waters. And they're nice. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Because you don't have to. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. Platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Be messing around with your waist. Okay, that's just... And it's kind of funny because when we sometimes, when we go in the, like the fall and we wear like long underwear, it looks like we're wearing like skirts and tights. Yeah. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but why do you wear the kilts? Is it just for, just fun, for fun? I think that kind of... we kind of did it to be funny and ironic, but I don't know. Some people do, right? I mean... But they're comfortable, right? That's why yeah, you like them. I enjoy it. And there's a little privacy flap you can button. You right. Know, so you don't... Uh, Oh, show, show the goods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys know all about that. Yeah. You think Casey's going to wear a 
he would look adorable in a kilt, but... Um, yeah, I don't see it in his future. I, I don't know. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know what kind of a trip we'd be on. Um, maybe if we were in Ireland, he would get one. He he always buys a sweater from every country we go to. Oh, really? Like, he's got a really nice Icelandic sweater that he got that... Honestly, Rocco, you can wear that in the winter with the lightest coat. It's so warm. I like that idea. A sweater yeah. from every country. Yeah. Or, for he, some or a hat. Or I felt a like hat. he buys a hat. Yeah. Iceland might have been a hat and a sweater. I, Iceland, I think he did get both because I was with you guys. Oh, gosh, that was such a fun trip. Iceland is open again. Yes, it if, is. If you're vaccinated. Yep. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay, That's, so Google Maps has mm-hmm. a new feature. You know, are you been able to see the outside of things. Now they're going to take you inside things. Um, airports, we, malls, oh, really? some other things that you haven't seen before. If you want to, if people are that type of people who need the lay of the land oh, really? and want to know what's going on, Delta starting May 1st is um, going to be selling middle seats. So yeah, that's going to go away. They're the last ones. They are. Mm-hmm. They are the last ones to do that. Um, let's see here. Pooch Perfect was on last night. With, is that Rebel Wilson? Yeah. Is that why she's been everywhere? I tried to watch it for a second, but if you want to see some of the makeovers, those are posted for on the our dogs? show page. Yeah. Yeah. I fast forwarded every interview that she was on. Um, and Kelly Clarkson fast forwarded. Kelly had Sharon Stone on. Oh, how how did that go? Well, I mean, the Britney came up. Oh. Britney reached out to her like in 2009 and said she needed her help. But Sharon said, I needed help. We both needed help. But it, they they do... Kind of communicate with each other. It was, a, it was other. an interesting yeah. story, but she said I couldn't help her, but she did come up. Right. Yeah. All right. And Rebel has been everywhere with She's, her pooch show. She, she has been everywhere. Well, TJF Fridays is now selling carnival food. So here's here's some of the sandwiches. Okay. This sounds good to me. A hot chicken sa- chicken sandwich or a burger, and you use a big donut cut in half for the bun. Like, I think a donut with chicken in the middle. It's like the chicken and the waffle yeah, thing, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Does that sound good to you guys? It sounds all right. You know, um, a place on Lake Street, Hilo, that Hilo Diner. Yeah, yeah. They sell, like, like donut-based sandwiches. sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It just sounds heavenly. It yeah. sounds heavenly. Um, You know, like the pretzel bread was a oh, phase, pretzel too. Pretzel good, yeah. Oh, yummy. They also are selling a Cosmopolitan cocktail, Lori, with cotton mm-hmm. candy on the top for sugar on sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, cheese fries by the pound. And then a sandwich that has mozzarella sticks, mozzarella sticks between two pieces of bread. That doesn't sound good. I think the only one that sounded good to me is the chicken and the donut. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It depends on tomorrow's your mood. Na- tomorrow's April Fool's Day, people. Yeah. Um, Rocco, right. be ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm wondering, we're going to Hollywood speak if this is an April Fool's uh, prank or not. Oh, but okay. First, we're going to get to Brittany. She, she She's made, spoken. Well, she didn't speak, but she had words on her Insta. About the documentary Framing Britney Spears. Okay. So we're going to talk about it. Yes, thank you, Rocco, for selecting an amazing Britney Spears song. There's so many to choose from. <laughs> and last night... Um, you sent me this right after work. Well, I okay, I seldom go to Instagram. I know. Okay, but me I... Me too, and we have an account that we're supposed to yeah. be dealing with. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I'm going to just... I'm curious because I had seen a story that Britney Spears, like last week, had posted a strange photo, a black and white kind of sepia tone. 
Is that how you say that word? Sepia? Yeah, I always thought it's sepia. Sepia or something. I don't know. I've always pronounced it in my head, sepia, but maybe it's sepia. I don't know. Anyway, but it's a... It's that tone. Right. And you can't see the person's back, but she's scaring. She's this person on Britney's account is carrying a skeleton baby, like a, like a, a skeleton. Go, You can look at it on Instagram. So I saw like a story and I thought, well, I'm just going to actually go to Britney's right. Instagram because people there are they fo- people do follow that. The free Britney people follow right. it and. People have been wondering. I mean, didn't all three of us watch Framing Britney Spears? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it has been like a month, though, since that came out. And Britney hasn't said anything about it. You know, her dad said something. So I just thought I would look at it. And I see her dancing in her foyer. Yeah. And my heart always just kind of hurts a tiny little bit because Britney just looks like a a young such a young person. She does. She was. She's doing the Gucci Gucci in a really nice spin. She's always dancing. She's always spinning around. But yep. I mean, she has this youngness to her. She totally an innocence, innocence, innocence in her eyes. Yes, and, it is, Lori. And uh, anyway, so so I first I watched her twirl, and 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 then I read what was written. My life has always been very speculated about. Anyway, we've got a report from GMA. We'll let them tell us the story about her post she put on Instagram. This morning, Britney Spears breaking her silence, saying she cried for two weeks because of the wildly popular Hulu documentary about her life and career. Hi, Britney. Spears posting on Instagram, I didn't watch the documentary, but from what I did see of it, I was embarrassed by the light they put me in. The thing that people became fascinated with was her sort of unraveling. Adding, I still cry sometimes. This is the first reaction from Britney following the film's February release. Framing Britney Spears takes a closer look at her rise to superstardom and years of tabloid headlines. The singer writing about the toll that's taken. My life has always been very speculated, watched, and judged really my whole life. I've always been so judged, insulted, and embarrassed by the media. And I still am till this day. How about that? And then she judged and embarrassed by the media. Now, there are people, you know, I heard Colleen and Bradley talking that, you know, Brittany doesn't write any of this stuff on her Instagram. Okay. I don't know the way I I have no idea. I guess I just take it that that it does have her okay because she's dancing. And I do think that, you know, and I she said, you know, I didn't watch it. But from what I did see, it was I was embarrassed by the light they put me in and. And we all were embarrassed by the questions that we put up with that the media asked of her. That Matt Lauer interview was terrible. The Diane Sawyer. I mean, it was just cringy. And then you and I wondered, I wonder what horrible things we might have said or did with Brittany, you know. But um, I I think initially reported and then felt very sad for her. Oh, yeah. And she and no one wants anyone to feel sorry for them. No, right, 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 right. I can see that. But um uh anyway i i thought i'm i was glad i guess i just believe that it, it is uh uh britney and and she is right about uh the media because you know we've the even like jennifer love hewitt there there's a lot of behavior that was just accepted that would be targeted towards women 100 percent no longer put up with and for that or ask we're a glad. man ever, you know? ever 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 yeah yep and um 
you know, and so, okay, if she's bipolar and she knows she needs a caretaker, but, you know, I do want her to be able to trust someone to be able to do it because now, you know, like she is really wants this Jody Montgomery who's been the conservator since her dad uh, took ill a couple years ago to be the permanent right. conservator. She wants her father out of it. And in court documents that were just filed yesterday, Brittany paid $890,000, which is about $10,000 a day over four months for her dad's fight against her, against her wishes. Yeah. Now, that is disgusting. Yep. That really, really mm-hmm. is. You know, that woman who did the interview, you know, because they did that interview. Her dad, they felt so bad about it. They, like, went out there and did crisis control. Yes, they did. Yes, after. they did. Well, that woman who was speaking out in that Britney interview is now back working for the dad. But right. she had said as a bystanding lawyer, that she had never seen anyone in the state of California get a conservatorship removed. Yeah. So I guess if Brittany is feeling like she's not going to have that, then she'll be damned if her daddy, daddy. is going to tell right. her what to do. And yeah. that's $10,000 a day she's paying his lawyers to fight, fight against her, her against her wishes. That would that would be a rough one. So I can see why she dances well. yeah. a lot and yep. why she's refused to perform. One hundred percent. That part maybe didn't get through to us when we were watching the documentary about how much money she's had to spend to keep these other conservatorship people things around bound her. her. Right. You know that is mind blowing, Lori. Um. Yeah, because Brittany has money. If she wanted to fly a private plane to Maui once, I mean, she could do, you know, I, f- I bet there's a lot of ways that her dad is rock blocking her. Yep, I would agree. So, you know, anyway, so I think the hearing is happening maybe this week about whether or not this Jody right. can stay her permanent conservator. And she's asked for this since last August. So, okay. Um, and last month, the judge ruled that Jamie and Bessemer Trust will now have equal power over the 39 year old pop singer's finances. This is just like Prince. Who is getting rich? The lawyers. Yeah. Right. And who are the banks that are controlling? I mean, it is just such a mess. Makes me so mad. You know? I hope, I really hope. Imagine that it works how much out. the Prince estate oh. is paying oh. to fight itself against itself. Oh, that would be maddening to me. Yeah. That would just be maddening. But, you know, he doesn't care. He's gone. Right. You know, but I do think he... um, I think he would care. I do think he would care. And probably if he hadn't have, you know, been in so much physical pain and all that, he might have dealt with some of his financial arrangements. One never thinks you're going to die in your 50s. You know what I mean? It feels young to us. What was he, 56? I think he was 56. Yeah. Rocco, what is it going to Did, be five uh, years this year? It is five years, right? Yeah. April 14th. Yeah, this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it April 16th? Something or like that? 16th, okay. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe it was 2016. Maybe I'm getting it all mixed up. But. I think it's five years. I think, I think, it's, think five it's the five years year too. anniversary this the year. The 21st. And I... We're both wrong. Yeah, it's the, the 21st. 21st. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, I put something in our tickler file. Jerry. All right, so we're ready for it. All right, we're ready for it. All right. Uh, BTS yesterday, I haven't brought up my boys, you know, my guys. Um, but, um, 
you know, unfortunately, the rise of hate crimes against the uh, Asian American community does not seem to be ebbing. You know, really became, uh, you know, everyone became aware of it with the Atlanta shootings, yes, the targeted yes, shootings. Yes. Anyway, BTS. They um, wrote a very beautiful letter of support. They put it on Twitter and they did it in Korean and English and they expressed their anger and they shared some of their own Asian hate experiences mm-hmm. before, you know, just, you know, condemning it. And, but I'm glad that they Spoke you know, did it. that and right. they just said we cannot. It's it's just it's happening. It happens to us and we stand against the racial discrimination. And I just love those guys. They're I know so you good. do. Anyway, Ed, but I appreciate that BTS said what they've experienced is less than what is happening. So it wouldn't pull away sure. from all these specific acts of violence. Because there's another horrible one yesterday in New York, you know. Yes. And, um, you know, and people are like, you know, just being very outspoken about about that so bts said something now i don't know if i believe this story do you believe lisa marie presley is ready to write a memoir for money and to set the record straight or does she need to get divorced and have more time go by with her grandson uh, taking his life last year um what do you think think? i I mean us weekly is saying she's doing a book well does she need the money that's the only reason I can think of it is she needs the money, Lori. Yeah. And it's because I feel like she'd be too raw. I mean, has it she, even been a year? No, 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 it hasn't. But she would be offered big, she, huge money and she needs the money. Because she would cover, supposedly. Because remember, she lost so much of her estate. She bought in on American Idol well, her and that management finance, team. Her yeah, manager she, did that. She would, I think she, she needs money. Scientology. Yeah, I know. She dies when her dad I think is she 11. Needs money. I don't understand, though, but I think she does. And she blew through a $100 million yeah. fortune. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess they say she has already signed a book deal for $4 million. That's it? That That's Barack Obama got $5 million. Wow. And maybe. It feels so small for it. Lisa Marie Presley for me. For some reason, that feels small. You go ahead and you can Google like right. what books are, but it tends to be like political right. figures that get, get the big, yeah, the double digit. Let's wow. put it that way. Okay. And Barack might have been five million for the first one, but right. that's yeah. We, I believe I I kind of do, Lori, because okay. I feel like she's been in so much of the legal battle. She's still not divorced from that second dude. Okay. She's got all these other things going. We got a little thing that Prince Remembrance Day is five years on April 21st. Okay. And on that day, the Paisley Park atrium will be open for free visitation. I believe that's sold out. Oh. Yeah. yeah right. You had to register. There you go. So sold out. Mm-hmm. But back to Lisa Marie. Yeah. I'll read it. Oh, I'll read that in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Same. In a heartbeat. Bring yeah. it on. Yeah, right. So the Sharon Stone did not get paid four million, one no. million. What do you think? Three hundred thousand? No, no real house of maybe a million. Maybe a million. Maybe a million. Yeah. Sharon Stone. No, let's not sell our girl short. Please. All right. Listen, well, we come back. We're gonna Hollywood speak. This actor does not like being referred to as what? And this low maintenance icon says her morning beauty routine is this. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? 
What is the meaning of this, Julia? Okay, what have we got? This actor does not like being reminded he's a very, quote-unquote, large man. Russell Crowe? No. (laughs) Henry Cavill. Oh. Henry Cavill. And has any of us seen the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League? No. Not my thing, but... Yeah, not my thing either. And based on Jason's review, for sure, I'm not going to watch it. But Casey and I are totally watching... Godzilla, Godzilla Khan. tonight, uh, not tonight because okay. I'm bowling. But gotcha. we're yeah, we're okay. absolutely watching that. That's like we got to see that. Um, but anyway, anyway, when Henry, when the subject of Henry Cavill comes up, and Henry Cavill, he was Superman. People, if you're wondering, the, and he's yeah, the Snow Walker, white the Witcher, guy, the Witcher, the Witcher, and um, people always. Um, Reporters, I guess, always say to him, oh, you're such you're a very large man. You're so large. You're so tall. And I know that you and I do this on the red carpet when we see somebody because most of most actors are peanuts. Yeah. In Mm -hmm. real life, you are surprised sometimes at people's heights. 100 percent. Because on on screen, you can't tell if they're tall or or short. Yeah. So I guess reporters are always blurting this out. at Henry Cavill. And that bugs them. Well, you know, we always tell people you're so much better looking in real life. No, we don't say that you're better looking. We well, just you say look, you're yes. beautiful. That's all. We don't. We are. The, we know they're beautiful, but we say to each other, "Wow, even better in person." And we can say that. I with think so. Everybody, mm-hmm. but um, uh, apparently, he gets razzed by any co-stars. Oh, you're so big. Oh, you're so healthy. Oh, you're so handsome. That's why he doesn't like it. Oh, please. Well, I'm just saying, you know, when you're a tall, good-looking guy, you don't want to always be reminded of it, Julia. It's like really? when you're a gorgeous Rocking woman. would that bother you? <laughs> I get sick of it. I mean, I have to tell people. Yeah, yeah. stop telling me how yeah. good-looking, t- handsome, and tall I am. Yeah. Why do people think James Corden is, has the hardest-working agent in Hollywood? Because he's everywhere now, you know, now he's lost a stone or four stones or something that whatever a pound is, because he's the spokesperson for Weight Watchers. He's going to be that's not it. because of Prince Harry. No, because of his TV show. No. Well, maybe all these things, but because when I say the name Harry Styles, Dakota Johnson, Sienna Miller, Diane Keaton, Aquafina. Serena Williams and James Corden. James Corden seems to be the odd person. Yes, 100%. He's going to be one of the faces of the Gucci handbags. Mm. So that's why they said he's got the hardest working agent in Hollywood. Because how do you get that gig? Wow. Right? Yeah. Well, he is... How did he get a Gucci beloved handbag? Harry Styles is his good buddy. You know, Harry Styles fills in a lot. Mm -hmm. That's it. I think it's the hardworking agent. Okay. Dorinda Medley. Our Real Housewives, our former Real Housewives of New York. That's right. Who we loved until this past year when she was drunk and crabby. Mm -hmm. She has a memoir coming out this summer called Make it nice because of her one quote on the show. Yep. I tried to make it nice for you. Anyway, here's what she said. I want you to Hollywood speak. Okay. I didn't write the book because I was a housewife. But I could. <laughs> but someone paid me to write it because I am a house was a housewife. 
That's one hundred percent. She wouldn't get a book deal if she wasn't a housewife. No, she she said I wrote the book because I think after standing and living for so long, she's fifty five. Okay, I've stood a lot okay. and lived a lot, <laughs> and having so many incredible experiences, it was time to sit down and write and get paid. One hundred percent because she's a housewife. That's right, and we know that Kim Richards got to keep her three hundred thousand dollars. So even if it doesn't work out, you would just get your money. money. Anyway, actually, I wouldn't. I kind of. That is a hundred percent, though. The only reason she got her book deal, of course. Okay, low maintenance icon Gwyneth Paltrow did a a Vogue editorial about her morning routine. Julia, okay, what does she do? Okay, well, it involves uh, doing transcendental meditation. It involves a smoothie. It involves a dry brush. It involves a bunch of. Uh, skincare line from her line. It involves some minimal clean makeup. And all of this is $900, her beauty routine. Okay. So it's just a simple one for peasants. Okay, it's but what, I, what I'm going to say is that that's her morning routine. That is a rich woman's morning routine. Yeah. Who's got that much time to do to spend on brushing all the scales <laughs> The dry skin off of her body with a horse brush. Who has time to... Well, Transcendental Meditation is 20 minutes, you know? That's 20 minutes. That's a great thing to do. But then to put on all the lotions and the potions and... Oh, no. I mean, I watched watched her do it, okay? And I know she's quit acting, but if you watch this... Is she a good actress? She's giving the performance of a lifetime good here. For her. Okay. She's giving She's still likable to me for some She I, hides the heaves while she's putting cheap sunscreen on her face. She is a gifted thespian, our Gwyneth. I mean, if you can afford a golden dildo and a blanket sauna, you're you're this less is more beauty routine is right up your alley. There you go. But it is such a goopy, pricey routine. Okay. Yep. Uh here's another one um for you. Is it an April Fool's joke that Michael Strahan closed the famous gap in his teeth? Okay, so I've I read that earlier today, and it, I, I, I don't never... understand why he closed it. Okay, he looks like is it a trick? It could be, Laurie. It totally could be. Because I have never looked at Michael Strahan and thought, "Wow, he's got a Grand Canyon gap in his mouth." I just look at him and I think he has a great smile. Like he is. That's part of his charm, and I bet the only person who didn't like. His gap to smile was Kelly Ripa. I, the only, because I looked at the teeth, the teeth that we've seen him with look like every other person's mouth of new teeth. He looks generic. Yeah. I think. But is it an April Fool's joke? I think it could be, Laurie. Has I really his, think. Or has the gap gone to glory? Well, he is on uh, vacation this week. So when um, Lara was reporting on him filling the gap mm-hmm. on Good Morning America this morning, she said we can't get a response from Michael. But I wanted to grab Jennifer Gray from somewhere to Instagram, DM him and say, don't do this, Michael. It mm-hmm. will change everything about you. I think it's a... Um, I think it's a... Um, Midlife crisis? No, I think it's an April Fool's joke. Okay. I want to believe that. Rocco, what do you think? I kind of don't... I, I don't think it is. I was kind of leaning towards April Fool's joke, but it was too early, right? It was like two days ago? Right. And he's on vacation this week, so he's spending his vacation time getting minding the gap. I thought his gap was... <laughs> he and Jennifer Grey can commiserate about this, or I guess they can just... 
Jennifer she Grey. Get out. Remember, she got her she nose. She got the nose done. Well, the nose is different than a gap, but the but teeth. It changes. It does. His total, yes, it does. It totally changes it does. his. It does. He always had like this impish, charming smile. And I swear, everybody fell in love with him on TV for his impish, charming smile, mm-hmm. except Kelly Ripa. Right. There you go. And, you know, now he just. There's like something is missing. It would be like Madonna getting her gap closed or right. Lauren Hutton. And right. Le- Letterman closed his, right? Back did in he? the day. I think he did. I think he, I think he did. He I had, think you're right. Yes, because he think, had a big one. Yeah, and but I think his were like verging on Buck. And he mm-hmm. he didn't look like it wasn't part of his cuteness. David Letterman. You know what I mean? <laughs> Has he ever been considered cute? I guess. Certainly not now, unless you're no, in the same. Unless you're chaotically or... horny in lockdown. <laughs> you know, still happening. Uh, okay, so uh, Sharon Osbourne sends out her first video tweet since March twelfth, and it was uh, it was just a song. It was a tweet set to the song "Right Back Where We Started From." Thoughts? Gonna get it right back to where we started from. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not, she's she doesn't slink away even if CBS yep. did pay her. But yep, she doesn't have a job, and oh, she write a book. She'll write a book. She'll do a ton of things. She's bugging she's, Oprah already. She's gonna have her own line of Oprah will not of hair her. care, of hair color. I don't know because she's changed it so many times in the last year. I don't know. Well, we wish were, her well. We right. wish her well, right? What do you think that means? I think it means that she does. She's trying to telegraph.